Let's do it. Another edition here of Gas on the Go. All the sports talk you need from the week in 40 minutes. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. If you are still looking for that perfect Christmas gift or for a way to support us here at Godzilla Media, head over to the Godzilla Media gift store. Link right here on Spotify and Apple. We'll leave it in the comments and the information on our YouTube shots. I've got my guy Matt for reminded me last time. Godzilla Media gift store is now open and up until New Year's Eve. Use the promo code Godzilla Ship Free. Godzilla ship free. Your order's free. Thanks to the great people. You listening. Godzilla Media, our partners, everything else. We're offering that promo code to the end of the year. Godzilla ship free. Free shipping on your order this holiday season. Also, if you are listening on Spotify, whether it's Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, but in particular, if you are a Spotify listener, I'm talking to you right now, click that rating button in the top left. Spotify has now done ratings. It is a huge deal for us. I didn't realize until I started doing podcasts how important these ratings and reviews really are. That's all I ask. It takes one second. Just hit the rating. I prefer a five-star. Thank you. Check out all your other Godzilla Media podcasts. Give us that rating on Spotify. It's a big deal. So one second, even if you pause the podcast right now, look for the rating, hit it. It's a big deal. Thank you. Appreciate that. And I do that for all the Godzilla Media people. If you do it, awesome, man. Also, continue to support our great sponsors like Mohawk Honda. Selection is king. Fall, winter, all throughout 2021. And I know it firsthand. The pilot coming my way. I'm counting down the days, Cam McKenna. Counting down the days, Greg Johnson and Lindsey Harrod, who saved the day on our most recent Mohawk show. They can save your 2022 to get yourself out of that terrible ride and into a new one. Inventory continues to fly through Mohawk Honda. I was talking to the crew and they're saying cars are continuing to come in and out, and you want to find your ride, it's in Mohawk Honda. Wherever you live across upstate New York, tell me, guys, where's the best place to get a vehicle? It's Mohawk Honda. I've worked from the Finger Lakes to Central New York. There is no doubt it's Mohawk Honda. Make it a part of your end of December trip. Drive out to Glenville. Talk to Cam McKenna, Greg Johnson, Lindsey Harrington. My guy, John and Service. So many people want to help you. Brian McKenna, too. Got to give love to Brian McKenna. They want to help you find your ride and it's worth it. You want to work with people that you trust during the car buying experience. And I know it firsthand. They always go out of their way to please you. It is Mohawk Honda in Glenville. And our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Shout out to my guy George and Tom and Kevin James helping you this holiday season. Finding the things that you need to make sure your home is safe. Your host and the in-laws, the relatives, family, friends. Go downstairs, check out the furnace, see if you're ready for an upgrade. Is the Goodman furnace something that you need? Make sure that you want to grab something that's made in America, that's dependable, that's efficient. The Goodman furnace can now be yours if you head over to Johnstone Supply in Troy. Also, maybe you need something just as simple as a nest to make sure it's updated and ready to go. Maybe you need those air filters checked out. Something in your home might not be right. Call them today, 518-272-5922. I had to do it this week. Had a little leak in the basement. Figured it out. That's a story for another podcast. 518-272-5922 or head over to 6th Avenue in Troy. Walk in, say hello. Those holiday hours, 8 to 5. Say what's up to those guys in there. Johnstone Supply in Troy helping you this holiday season to make sure your home is safe. Check them out on Facebook as well. Johnstone Supply in Troy. All right, now let's get into the sports talk. Guys, on the go. All the sports talk you need from the week in under 40 minutes. We all get it for sports fans right now. COVID-19 has changed the way that we viewed, prepared, scheduled for sports. Doesn't matter if it's at the amateur level, the college scene, the professional level, the NFL scene, the NBA. We get it. 
COVID-19 has affected the way in which we get ready to watch and view our favorite sports. But there is something that always has bothered me about the COVID conversation in sports talk. It's bad. Like, it's horrendous. It is the worst sports talk, podcast, radio, television, YouTube, traditional, non-traditional media. COVID talk from the sports analyst, the sports personality, makes zero sense. There has never been a time in my career I've been more frustrated, not by the content that we were creating, not by the things in which that were away from COVID-19, that because of what had happened, we had to get creative on the air, creative in this type of format, but because of what the sports guy is forced to do. And what I mean by forced to do is that so many times in this profession, this career, you're asked to make predictions. What team's going to win? What team's going to lose? What athlete's going to do well? What athlete's going to not do well from the draft? to the weekend games and more, we are used to having predictions and takes and opinions and you've done the research, you've put in the time, you've watched the development and that's why some people who might listen to this podcast might care what I have to say. Same where I care about what other people have to say about certain teams and athletes and everything else. Nobody comes here for me to be Dr. Goss. Dr. Oz is leaving a run for Senate, but Dr. Goss doesn't exist. My wife might be able to offer you up her opinions on things, but she is not somebody who studies that for a living like a pharmacist may or somebody who studies the science of the development of diseases and viruses and more. So this idea of the sports talk guy getting out there and saying, the NFL better change their policies. How could the Big East and the MAC decide to forfeit games because of COVID breakouts? Those rules are stupid. Why is the NFL even moving games to Monday and Tuesday? Is it just for show if the players can actually go out there? I can't even sit here and criticize the ways in which these leagues are handling COVID. Because the hindsight view of COVID-19 won't be understood until when? Next year? Five years? 10 years? 20 years? 30 years? To sit here in December of 2021 and try to act as if I have the information on the right way to handle a COVID-19 outbreak is foolish. Look, when I signed up for this profession, when I signed up for this to be my career, I didn't sign up to tell you how to work science. I got this great question from my wife one time. This was years ago. She said, does it ever frustrate you when someone talks about sports and you know initially they have no idea what they're talking about? It might be a player no longer on a team or a performance by a team nowhere close to what they're saying. Did it ever frustrate you? And I always said no, because if I know someone's interested in that topic, I know it helps my field. Even if the opinion's terrible, I know it can help the conversation and it can create an interesting discussion. Interesting might be the polite way to put that. But that's sports. Now, if you work in a profession that talks about science or healthcare or politics and someone's opinion is so far off, it can be dangerous for the welfare of that city, for the overall care of somebody's health. This is not supposed to be a debate about what science can and can't do. You're not supposed to put bad information out there to potentially change the public perception of what can happen. So this idea of like, the biggies should have to play their games. The NFL shouldn't move a game. The NBA doesn't know what they're doing. NHL. Why would I even have that take? When you went to a sports podcast, you want to talk about sports. What teams to bet on? Who to root for? What athletes to look out for? Who's starting your fantasy team? And maybe if someone has the same opinion as you, not here's the right way to handle healthcare. Here's the right way a league should test. Here's who should be vaccinated, who's not vaccinated, and what to do. That is not the specialty. If any single, I swear to you, I promise you, 
from if you're listening to Syracuse to Albany to New York City to Buffalo, please, if any of the personalities who talk about COVID act like they have the answers or want to criticize the ways in which people are handling it, they are being idiots. Fools. They are mocking their own profession. I've said it a few times in the past podcasts on this, and it's one of the great things about podcasts versus radio versus television. You don't always have to have a strong opinion about everything. Everybody doesn't have to be Stephen A. Smith. Everybody doesn't have to cover four to five hours of content a day anymore. It's not what happens going into 2022. It's far more authentic, far more real. We don't have to have the circus of, I know this is what COVID's going to do. I feel like this is what they should. You have no backing on that. Not as somebody who covered media, not as somebody who did sports background, journalism, broadcasting. You are not a doctor. You don't know. So if you hear people in my profession telling you the ways in which you should handle your health or somebody else handling COVID-19, they don't know the answer. And it's the most dangerous thing to do. If you educate yourself on a pick, great. If you feel confident about a player not helping your squad, those things are their strengths. Sports talk, the weakness is talking about science. So there's my take. Not about what they should do with games and rescheduling, how to handle the athlete and what 2022 looks like, because that'd be a fool's opinion, a fool's gold move. My opinion is to stay out of this one. Because this is not something I'm good with. And many of my other fellow media members won't take that same type of stance. And of course, I come right off that topic talking about how sports talk, people don't know what to do with COVID-19. I go right into the NHL conversation about Olympics in 2022. Look at that. Shout out to hockey. The highest of you guys, if you're a hockey fan, have ever been here on the topic list on Gaz on the Go. But it's a natural segue into this conversation. So the NHL players have decided that they will not participate in the 2022 Olympic Games. In the past, we've seen that the NHL season has gone on pause. The Olympics are played and the season resets. But now it's decided the NHL overall did not send players to the Olympics. All right, so let's look at both sides of this. First, the NHL overall. The NHL is now in an agreement with ESPN. And I'm not sure if ESPN, like any other network, like any other business, is not thrilled that the business that they're trying to present to their customers is not out there. Nothing that they can actually do. We'll just leave that there. About COVID-19, but they're losing some games. It's happening. It's rescheduling, just like any other athletes, coaches, teams are dealing with this with COVID-19. So there's potential, and again, pause for trying to predict a future with a virus that nobody knows about, that the NHL season could have more players test positive, a harder time to travel, a situation with the Chinese government or anything else. So why is the NHL as an overall business, an overall league that could potentially lose games, think that this was a right decision to have happen? Didn't have to. Made it easy. Hey, we can't predict the future. We can't promise our athletes that they are going to be in the right position for the future for their employment here. And what I'm talking about is Will they miss two weeks, a month, six weeks? We don't know. Let's not even put our league at risk. People love to play for their country. They love to play for Canada and the U.S. and everything else. It's possible that they will still have representatives from whatever. The amateur ranks? To represent their country. Hockey will still be played in the Olympics just now with the top-tier athletes we're used to. And the NHL made the right call on that. 
They have to protect their own business. They have to protect their own players. And the players probably love it too. Do they love the idea of playing for their country? Absolutely. But as much as great as that is, someone says he can't put a price tag on it. Well, the NHL is going to try. They're trying to try to put a price tag on it and say, well, who pays you more, that gold medal or your contract? The Olympic Games are going to be, as of right now, very different than past Olympic Games we've ever seen in our lifetimes because of the likelihood of COVID-19 playing some type of factor in the games with travel. But good for the NHL. They've got a window now to continue to spotlight their sport, continue on with the season, not get out of people's mindsets post-Super Bowl. Maybe the NHL has some big-time games and everything else. So right after the COVID discussion of how sports talk, people will struggle to do what they want to do with it. The NHL said, we're going to make this easy for everybody. Let's not talk about rescheduling. Let's not talk about forfeits. Let's get out. Let's not make this an us issue. We won't fight this battle. We can't figure out exactly what's going to happen. Let's not even make it a problem. And for the second time, in what, the first 10 minutes of this podcast? I think that's the right take to have in sports. Know what you don't know and do what you do know. And that's play hockey. New York Giants fans, you've got a lot of stuff to complain about. You've got a lot to complain about. You want to complain about your quarterback, Daniel Jones, out for the season? You could do that. That Mike Lennon's awful. That Jake Fromm's now your starter. That Saquon Barkley's never lived up to the hype. That Dave Gettleman's a bad genius. Okay. You have a laundry list of things that you can complain about and how bad the Giants have been consistently over the past decade. You can talk about all those things. But as bad as New York has been is the laundry list of things of how bad the Giants franchise is. Let's discuss the fan appreciation medium soda situation. Because this has become, as sad as it is, one of the most compelling storylines involving the teams in this city and their football team. If you don't know the story, uh, the New York Giants recently had Fan Appreciation Day. And what they decided to give fans coming out to the game was a free medium soda. And we found out later that the free medium soda could only be redeemed by the actual season ticket holder, not somebody else who had season tickets. I.e., if you bought four season tickets under your name, only you could buy the soda. Nobody else. Now, even how I presented that story, you might think I'm going to have a negative twist on this and give you another two to three minutes of me ripping the Giants and calling them cheap and lazy. That's actually not what I'm going to do. And I know I'm in the minority on this. But this goes almost like to an American take of, is there any other country in the world that likes to complain about getting free stuff more than America? Like, has this become the new thing the last two years in America of, somebody's giving me something for free. It's not what I want. I'm going to complain about it. Somebody's going to give me a big tax return or a bonus or unemployment or relief fund or anything else. It's not enough money. I want more. College loans. Hey, I know when I signed up for this, I was going to have to pay a certain amount of money to come to this college. Wait, whoa, whoa. someone's going to waive these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it for free and I want all my loans taken away. It's become a societal thing. And I couldn't believe nobody else. And maybe somebody else had this opinion. Please share it with me. Tom Goss, T-O-M-G. It was easy on Twitter. Goss at GossLaMedia.com. Did anybody else following this giant story want to just chime up, put a finger up and say, uh... Just to confirm what I'm hearing, the New York Giants decided to give fans something for free. And they're complaining about the free thing that they gave them. Okay. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's a personality flaw. 
Maybe I should be complaining more about free stuff that I get. I've been fortunate enough to work in jobs where I would go to an event, a free t-shirt, free meal, free hat. I don't think I've ever, ever, I swear to God, ever complained about it once. I have never had somebody give me something for free and be like, oh my God, that's it? Seriously, that's all you're giving me for free? I couldn't, I can't even imagine having that level of arrogance. Could you imagine somebody gives you something for free to a sports game, a free hot dog, a free soda, and you turn to that person and say, oh my God, are you serious? That's all you're going to buy me for free? Now, maybe there's a lot more spite and anger for Giant fan where they had to put up with how terrible the team has been. He thought, I'm going to spend my hard-earned money on this, and the best you can give me is a product is a medium soda. That's how somehow that was twisted. That the organization should have done more for the Giants on the field immediately on Fan Appreciation Day. What were they supposed to do? Get in a time machine and bring back Michael Strahan and Eli Manning? Help me on this one. That pro teams, college teams, give away stuff for free. Happens in baseball all the time. It happens to a bunch of sporting events. But now America, sports fan, has now hit a level of arrogance, a level of gimme, 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 that even the free stuff isn't good enough for them anymore. Even when you've done literally nothing to deserve it. Nothing. Besides the team saying, we're going to give this to you. It's not good enough. Okay, Giant fan. You know, last week I got in trouble for telling the Bills fans that they're whining and complaining and doing everything else. This is far worse. Like, Bill fan, you want to complain on Twitter and social media, and I gave you a hard time last week, but at least you're defending your team? Giant fan, please do not be the standard bearer. Do not be the fan base that started this thing of, my team's giving me something for free just by coming to the game. Let me complain about it. Let me say that nice thing they decided to do for the fans isn't nice enough. Giant fan, come on. Just enjoy the soda. I knew about a week in advance what I wanted to do here at this spot of the podcast. I wanted to talk about the Capital Region sports scene, the Albany Firewolves. Not so much about the game itself. we got a little different storyline coming up here. But go to the most recent hideaway show for LeVac and Goss. This past Sunday's show that is December 19th. And go to the 24-minute mark. LeVac and I had the conversation I thought I was going to have here. It ended up being a better conversation than I could have done by myself. Because LeVac is a Capital Region born and raised sports fan. He offered his perspective. I offered my perspective of somebody who moved to the area. So if you want to hear that conversation, especially even if you live outside of the Capital Region, to hear why Albany is so much different than Syracuse and Utica and Buffalo and New York City and Rochester. And hear that conversation. 1219 LeVac and Gaz, live from the hideaway, that 24 to 30 minute mark we talk about local sports. I think it's worth a listen. I was going to do it here, turned out better, but I do want to sit on the firewalls for a second. Because if you see our audio description, if you see our YouTube description, I labeled it as Fire Fest Wolves. Some of you will get that reference. Fire Fest, for those who don't know, the fake concert that Ja Rule and Billy McFarland made up. It was just a social media catfishing they thought it was going to be real. It just never happened. That's sort of what happened in the Firewolves game. Let's be real about what happened. Do you know any of the players' names right now? Do you? Maybe you do. Maybe you're a hardcore sports fan. You learned somebody who were at the game. Possible. Do you remember the score? Do you remember the score of the first Firewolf game? Good. 
they were at the game. You may not know the score. You may not know either player on either roster. You may not know the coaches. Hell, you might not even know Rochester's nickname for an indoor lacrosse game. But you do know this. Why do I go full boss in there? Lacrosse. Where the hell did that come from? But you do know this. Then it went viral because two of the goalies got in a fight. Two of the goalies in the indoor lacrosse league fought. Guys, let me tell you, it was staged. As somebody who loves professional wrestling, I can tell you that is the fakest fight I've ever seen. Go watch the fight. That is not a fight. That's two dudes looking for the camera, looking to make sure it's going to go viral, calling each other. I would not be shocked if somebody, whether it be the commissioner of the league, told those guys, hey, okay, here's what we need. Okay, so it's December. We're competing against the NBA, the NFL, college football, bowl season. We got to make a splash. What is the thing that is most likely for our league week one to get the most eyeballs on the league? I got an idea. Let's do something someone may have never seen before. Let's have two goalies fight each other and hope SportsCenter picks it up and ESPN picks it up and everybody else picks it up and they'll play it across their platforms. It'll be cool. Barca will get it. And they did it. Look, if that was their intention to have the moment go viral, they got it done. Sports Center picked it up. Barstool picked it up. Last I checked, it had at least 50,000 views on social media. And it might not be way, way under where it was. Guys, the goal of the league, like any other year one, week one league in 2021, especially during COVID where things are going to change, right? Kind of the theme of this episode. To stand out. What can you do to stand out? And they found it. The goalie fight. Here's the problem, what the league does not want to admit right now. It bombed. It did not have this cool moment of, oh my God, the comments love it. I can't wait to watch next week's game. I can't wait to follow this league in January. This is so cool. This is what I... Go look at the comments. Go look at them from Instagram to Twitter to social media, anywhere on social media. It did not get the push the league wanted. Now, they'll never admit that. They'll never say that that's what wanted. No. This was not a, oh my God, I can't wait to watch box lacrosse. Oh, what a cool sport. I want to watch more goalie fights. We see it in minor league hockey all the time where a Friday or Saturday night it's more likely to see a fight and a hockey fan walks out thinking I got to see a great hockey game. I got to see a fight. But a lot of times those Friday, Saturday night crowds are not the crowds. It's the diehard hockey fan. It's the fan that was just looking for something to do. That is not what box lacrosse or indoor lacrosse is. It is not a, ooh, you know what I want to do on Friday or Saturday night? I don't want to go to a basketball game. I don't want to go to a hockey game. I don't want to go to the movies. I want to go to an indoor lacrosse game in the middle of the winter. Just never in my 32 years of life have ever heard any human being say that out loud. Ever. Ooh, I got to watch indoor lacrosse. So that Friday, Saturday crowd you're going for is not going to an indoor lacrosse game to watch a fight. They're going to watch the cross. They're diehard lacrosse fans. It is a fake fight. And I will talk to anybody. I will back it up. Somebody from the Firewolves wants to tag me in this episode of this week. I will be more than happy if they're willing to be honest and open and authentic to talk about the situation. Someone might say, guys, you're being unfair for the Firewolves. You're not giving them enough credit. You don't have it on sources. You don't have the... Guys, it's not hard to figure out. 
I've covered sports. I've worked for sports teams. I've done live events. This is just an easy, easy thing to do. Hey, if the game's out of hand, let's make a viral moment. Let's get more followers on Twitter. Let's get more interaction. Let's get engagement. We're going to have a kind of a pause here in between the holidays. Let's put our league in what we believe will be the best spot going forward in 2022. And that's people finding out about our league. That's what they did. It's a fake fight. I'll stick by it. It was fake. Good shot. Good try. Good effort. Like the Miami Heat kid used to say, good job, good effort. It bombed. It was not the result they wanted. People did not embrace it. People thought it was embarrassing. And it makes me nervous. If they're going to continue to whiff on this, maybe the future of box the cross, not just in Albany, it's not a specific Albany shot, but maybe the people making that move in that league, maybe they don't know what they really are hoping for for the future. Hey, UFC, look at this, guys. You got the whole fight sanctioned to yourself this week. We talk AEW, we talk WWE, we talk boxing, but not only is it about the UFC this week, all by itself. We are now poised, and I agree with Dana White. As much as I think Dana White's a bullshitter, and I think Dana White is the biggest promoter and liar since Vince McMahon, and you know what? Just most promoters are liars. Dana White's awful in some of the stuff he does, but I totally agree with his take that Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena will be the biggest women's fight in the history of the UFC. It'll be bigger than Ronda Rousey versus Holly Holm. It'll be bigger than the fights that I'm talking gross pay-per-view buys, attendance, engagement, all that stuff you should judge a fight by now in 2022. It'll be bigger than Rousey versus Nunes. This is the biggest fight in the history of the UFC for the women's division. Why is that? Because flat out, Amanda Nunes has been the most dominant fighter in the history of the women's division. She has been the women's division. As much as Ronda Rousey is always a household name, Nunes has dominated. As much as Joanna Jones-Jacek has been a great name for the sport, she has not had the dominance like Amanda Nunes. And finally, after all these years of dominance, and the only decent, engaging, interesting storyline would have been could Nunez ever have a rival? Should she fight guys? Somebody finally beat her. And I remember watching Juliana Pena on the only season I ever watched of the Ultimate Fighter when it was Ronda Rousey versus Misha Tate. And I said, this season is going to be remembered because the next great fighters from this season are going to be the future of the UFC. Names like Raquel Pennington. Names like now WWE superstar Shayna Baszler. In the winner of that season, who was supposed to be, I guess we'll use the Brock Lesnar nickname, the next big thing, Juliana Pena, the Venezuelan vixen. But her career never went that way, from injuries to defeats and more. Finally, she gets the opportunity and she shows what she was supposed to do years ago, be a champion in the UFC. Now, here is why it's going to be the biggest women's fight of all time. I give you most of the reasons. Nunes is more dominant more decorated, more accolades than any fighter ever, and she finally gets beat. But we've seen mistakes happen in fight sports before. And in particular, let's focus in on that women's division again. The reason why Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm is not the biggest fight in women's division history is because we all thought Ronda would destroy Holly Holm. I still remember when Kirk Herbstreet was asked for a prediction for a college football game that night on game day, and he said, whoa, I don't want to pick this game. How fast do you think Ronda Rousey is going to knock out that girl she's fighting tonight? Didn't even know Holly Holmes' name. 
But what Holly Holm did was instead of waiting for the rematch against Ronda, she had the fighter mentality. Holly Holm wasn't known to talk. Holly Holm was getting interviewed after beating Ronda, and she was a fighter more than a talker. She was not hyping up the fight like you're supposed to do. Holly Holm said, I'll fight anybody, anytime, anywhere. Guess what? You should have taken the money and waited. The Rousey home rematch was where the money was. She didn't do it, and unfortunately, it hurt her career. She would argue she was a champion, but financially, you should have waited. Pena Nunez. Juliana Pena, for the love of God, do not fight anybody else except Amanda Nunez. Go get your money, girl. Go get it. And I say that not in a demeaning term. I say that as I'm on your side. Like you're one of my buddies hanging out with you. Go get yours. And wait for the rematch. Now, why would a rematch be better than another fight? Obviously, you get the underdog mentality. Could it be a great back and forth? Hell, we just saw the rematch. Round three, I should say, of Wilder Fury. It was fantastic. You could argue Fury Wilder 3 was better than the first two. With a tremendous fight. And how both those guys got paid again. This is what I want to see. How many times in 2021 have I told you? Who's the next superstar? What's the big fight? Who are you going to pay money to watch? I, blah, 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 blah. Hell, I'm getting sick and tired of these storylines. Unless you're a diehard fight fan, which you might be listening to this, you might have just a favorite fighter you like or a favorite venue you want to fight in or a dream matchup. But that's so individually based, it's hard to have that overall national pull. Not anymore. 2022, right now, you told me, guys, what one fight if you got any fight, any fighter, any division, any heavyweight, give me one fight. I've always said it's Cormier versus Jones. I'm never going to get that. That's off the list. Khabib versus Connor. That's off the list. So those two dream fights will never happen again. This is now it. Nunez, Pena, two. 2022, I'll cough up the money for this. Get it right, UFC. Dana White, you're right. The future of the women's division, the legacy of this division, now rests on the shoulders of these two great female fighters. Lesson learned here for our NBA preview. So, months ago, way back in October, these podcasts were filled. We had college football talk, pro football talk. We still do, right? All these great storylines we had about college, but you get it, right? There were so many things going on in sports. We didn't ever give you an NBA preview. And I told you right around Christmas time when the season really tips off, we'll give you an NBA preview. Here's what I should have done. What I should have done is done a regular Gaz on the Go episode and then done an NBA preview separate episode so I could brought on an NBA register like we did with March Madness with Kevin Sweeney and the NBA draft with Matt Verderham. Should have had just an NBA guy. Hell, next year maybe I'll do a roundtable with our guy Taylor Lattimore from Sports with a Z and a T and some other big NBA fans. We'll do a roundtable next year. All right, lesson learned. I had success with the NBA draft one, excuse me, NFL draft one, had success with the March Madness one. That's what I should have done. Okay, now we learned. But for NBA fans, I'll still give you what I think about the season. Golden State. Wow, the Warriors. Hey, they're still good. Steph Curry breaks the record this season. Now, when we're taping this, the Warriors are still a half game back of Phoenix, who was on a ridiculous streak at some point. But you're going to give me Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, healthy again, Draymond Green, Steve Kerr, everybody else, James Wiseman. Hell, can we get Wiseman out there in the conversation too? You're going to give me the Golden State Warriors, one of the greatest shooting teams of all time, a team who had to suffer through injuries, who really, when you talk about great dynasties in the NBA, this is one of them. Can't they just flat out outshoot Phoenix? 
even though Phoenix was just a few victories away from winning the NBA championship last season, isn't it just come down to three ball versus the two and Golden State can outshoot? They played earlier this season and Golden State beat them by 22. Oh, yeah, by the way, remember when that Phoenix owner, I should say, what is it, president? What is even the term they use now? General counsel? I don't know. When the Suns general counsel was supposed to get canceled, but the Suns got ahead of the story and now nobody cared? Okay. Like, it just nobody cared about the Phoenix story anymore, right? Did, did he? I don't think he resigned. They tried to get somebody canceled. This Phoenix guy fought it off. Sorry. Blew over. Do I say good for him? I don't know. Whatever. Golden State should beat Phoenix. And maybe, hell, there's my answer, right? Does the NBA want that story to come back again? Come May or June? No. So Golden State's the team to beat out in the Western Conference. I'm so bummed. You already know when we do the Zion thing. Zion's so fat. God, it hurts me to say that. I'm sure my guy DJ loves that on Twitter. Zion is just so fat. I want him to be so good. I just want him to play or stop eating. My God. Zion, stop. Uh, Jokic, cool. Put him in the MVP conversation. I know they're struggling. We mentioned this last week. But Jokic's stats are ridiculous. Zach Lowe laid it out. Dallas Mavericks, aren't they supposed to be better? Lakers, old. That's what I should have done. I should have done a one-word game with all these teams. Lakers, old. Zion, fat. Jokic, underrated. Technically, that's two words. But that's it. Really, it feels like it's a two-team race between Phoenix and Golden State. Who else do you have confidence in? Memphis couldn't make it in the playoffs. Well, talking about those years of COVID and everything else. John Morant ready to take the next step. I don't know who the hell is ever on the court for the Clippers. Phoenix and Golden State running away with the Western Conference. In the East, this is more fun. You've got some teams that have struggled for a little bit, right? The Wizards, the Bulls, the Cavaliers, all in that top six spot. You've got these teams that have been the regular names as contenders over the past seven to eight years in the Sixers, Celtics, and Raptors. A little further away. I love the Hornets. they got to get better. they just got to win games. Kevin Herter just went into COVID protocol. The New York Knicks are out of the playoffs. There's a lot of fun left in the East. But that team that sits atop is the Brooklyn Nets. And you, since the launch of Gaz and the Go, have heard my rants about how much I despise the Brooklyn Nets. I can't stand them. And now Kyrie is coming back as a part-time player because Brooklyn has been hit so bad by COVID they actually just need bodies and Kyrie's going to play away games. What a fraud. you got to be kidding me. What are we doing? You're letting a guy just travel with the team and not play home games. What a gig. Incredible. I hope Brooklyn implodes. I hope Milwaukee smashes them. I get it. If Kevin Durant's foot's smaller, we're probably not talking about the Bucs as the NBA champions. But if you got to tell me a team, similar fashion to the Western Conference, the word T-R-U-S-T, trust. If I'm walking down to Rivers Casino and putting money on a team, I don't know what type of lineup I'm getting. For some of those squads in the East, I don't want to get with Brooklyn. You give me Giannis Antetokounmpo, you give me the defending NBA champions, I'll trust the Bucs. I think they could take down Chicago. Chicago hasn't been there before. So right now, as we sit here just a few days before Christmas 2021, hell, I might place this bet tomorrow. Bucks, Suns, rematch 2022 NBA Finals. We get it again. No, we're not psych. Give me the Warriors. Nice try. Just trolling my guy, Camps. Sorry, Camps. Sorry, Drew. So all the other Suns fans. Here's the pick. Bucks, Warriors. Warriors reclaim the NBA championship.
Going out of rivers right now to do it. Yeah, let's do that. You know what? Speed up picks. Let's do them right now. Our weekend wagers are brought to you by Jared Lozier. There's Jared's wonderful face. There he is. There's my guy right there. Shout out to Jared over at Northeastern Insurance telling you this time, this holiday season, you're going to have time with your relatives. You're going to have time with your friends and your family, but there's going to be things you're going to be thinking about in the back of your head for 2022. Okay. Where can I save money? What can I do this year that I didn't do last year? Easy one. What are you paying for insurance on the things that are important to you? Your car, your home, your valuables, things that you really care about in your life. Don't you want somebody just to shop the market for you and be like, okay, can I save a few bucks here? Can I save a few dollars there? You're listening to guys on the go. You know the name now. It's Jared Lozier. Give him a call today. Information on our Apple and Spotify side and just email. Look, if you're watching our phone right now, pause the episode and email this guy. J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com and just put on the email line right there put like guys quote question mark body hey just heard guys's recent podcast can i just get a quote on dot 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 simple and easy just like on spotify i told you to leave an apple review in the past spotify top left corner put it five star now jared j-a-r-e-d-l nemail.com northeastern insurance helping you get some quotes today to make sure you're saving on the things that are important to you in your life all right, here are the picks I got for the weekend wager. Love, love UCF. If you're listening right now on a Thursday, they play. Get to Rivers. Get to any else where you can wager. UCF beats Florida outright. So many issues in the Florida Gator program. This is one of these games, one of my favorite plays of the bowl season. UCF kids are pissed they didn't get recruited by Florida. Florida doesn't give two craps about it. The Grass Perillo Bowl. UCF does. UCF wants to be there. UCF wants to be on the field. They want to smack Florida. I love, love UCF in that game. NFL. Uh, you know what? I also like Thursday games in the NFL. Look at this. I like the Titans to get smacked. <laughs> Tom McGrath. Sorry, just kidding right there. My guy Johnson. I do. Seriously, though. That's the second fake out I've had here in the last 10 minutes. Again, Warriors, Bucks, NBA Finals. I like the Niners on Thursday night. The Niners minus Three over 44 and a half. As of this taping, there's rumors of the phenomenal one. AJ Brown could be back. Get it before it doesn't happen. Kyle Shanahan on a short week and Mike Vrabel on a short week. So really good coaches. They can put up some numbers. So give me that. Over 44. And I like the Niners with the number against the Titans. So there's just quicken right there. Anything else they like coming up for the week? God, I want to take the Bills so bad against the Pats. Oh, it's just sitting right there. I want to take the Giants against the Eagles again. I will post the rest of my picks on GonzaloMedia.com. Those are the three I feel really confident in right now. I like the Niners against the Titans. I like the Niners-Titans over. And I love, love, love UCF in that college football bowl game against Florida, the Gasparillo Bowl. Love that game. All right, that's this week's episode of Gaz on the Go. All the sports talk you need from the week in 40 minutes. Merry Christmas. Enjoy it with your family. I appreciate you so much listening to this podcast, making it a part of your day in 2021. Enjoy the holidays. We will have a fresh episode next week. If you're getting there with God's listener, if you're a LeVac God's listener, we got a cool Christmas show now up. 
Uh, we're going to have a top five list coming out on those platforms as well before we shift into season two of those shows. But we will have a fresh episode for you next week talking about the college football playoff and more. Until then, enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy the holiday. We'll catch you again next week.